0: Welcome to Live with Crabtree Coaching Collaborative, your compass for educational excellence. Now, as instructional leaders, we want to avoid that overwhelming sense of burnout and exhaustion because of all of those different competing priorities. We want to avoid our staff members becoming utterly frustrated because they cannot keep up with the demands. And let's face it, we want to avoid just having that lack of confidence because we don't feel like we're making any progress. That's why you're here, right? My name is Alyssa Crabtree, and with over 16 years of experience, I am here to help you gain clarity amplify your learning like never before, and hone in on intentionality. This is where transformation begins, and excellence is always the standard. Remember, we are in this together, my friends, so let's do this thing. everyone, I hope you are having a thrilling Thursday. I know that so many of you are starting back to school this week. Some are starting next week. My daughter doesn't start for another two weeks. I think that's crazy, but I am so excited for the start of the school year. And I will tell you, it's one of the most energizing, exciting times of year. And I love seeing all the pictures on news feeds, like all these back to school. And so if you are an educator joining us today, tonight. Thank you for everything that you do. And let me tell you, I'm sending you all my positive vibes for a fabulous year. Now, I am going to ask you to do a favor and drop in the comments, one, where are you joining us from? And I'm also going to ask, what is your role in the field of education? Because I want to answer any kind of questions or address any kind of concerns tonight. And if you're an administrator who wants to know more about instructional coaching, I want to speak to you. If you are an instructional coach who's been in the job for quite a while, I want to speak to you. So go ahead. Tell us where you're joining us from. What is your current position? And as we go through tonight's presentation, just man, ask any question that you want, because really I'm here for you. I just wanna help you as much as possible. So that's why we're here. So let's, let's go ahead and get started. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta click here, little technology. So please know that you are in the right place if you are an instructional coach, a principal, a coordinator, a specialist. I know that the topic tonight is instructional coaching. However, there are so many uh, positions throughout education that are needed to come together to actually make the profession or the position successful. Um, so I welcome all instructional leaders. You are in the right place. You're also in the right place if you have a commitment to impact more teachers and scholars through your work. That's what you want to do. You want to make a huge impact. And then also we know that you are here if you just want this to be the best school year yet. And we um, know that this year, man, that's going to happen. This is the year we're going to be thriving. It's going to be good. It's going to be a fabulous year. And I do want to ask you right now, have you ever experienced this? Because this was not so much a good year. If you have experienced, as an instructional coach, negative stigma around the title, where, oh man, if you have a coach, you must be on a growth plan. Or if you have a coach, you have to be a first year teacher. Have you ever experienced that? Because, geez, Louise, that yes there's a lot of problems that come with that have you ever uh encountered teacher pushback i'm gonna be honest i've been on a campus before and teachers have seen me and they'll turn, turn around and they just make a beeline in the opposite direction because they're like oh no i don't want to i don't want yeah i don't can't do this right now have you ever experienced an on a campus or within a district where professional learning was the first thing to be cut If you are an administrator here or a decision maker here, please, please, please do not let professional learning be the first thing that you cut. There are so many things that should be taken off of um, teacher's plates. Coaching, professional learning should not be one of them. Please, please, please. Have you ever worked as an instructional coach and your entire time was spent subbing? covering lunch duties. Maybe you were making resources, attending 20 million different meetings, putting out fires, where you just didn't get to coach. I'm gonna tell you, I've been through all of this and it was no bueno, no fun. But I want you to picture this. Picture it. Coaching, 23, 24 school year. Teachers are seeking you out. Not running away, they want you. You are valued as an instructional expert, not just from teachers that you coach, but other teachers, coordinators, uh, administrators, district personnel, they value what you have to say. Maybe the majority, not maybe, the majority of your time is spent actually getting to coach. How wonderful is that? That would be the dream. And then also just picture it. All of your teams are moving in the same direction. All individual members of a professional learning community are working towards the same goal, which means that student learning is amplified. Oh, my gosh. Like, wouldn't that be wonderful? Like, how amazing would your school year be if coaching looked just like this? Would your job be less overwhelming? And how would student learning soar if this were your reality? There would be a complete difference in culture and acceptance and excitement on your campus if this were your reality. However, unfortunately, more and more coaches are leaving the profession after just one year. And here's why. One they really didn't know what, what, what all was meant when it was coaching. They were having maybe this big vision of, oh, I'm just going to tell people what to do all day. No, <laughs> that is not it. There was a lack of role clarity. And oftentimes, a lack of role clarity between administrators, the coaches, and the teachers, and sometimes even district personnel. So the big thing is they all need to come together. If you are a district decision maker, I need you to come together on this vision of what the role is. They leave because there's little support. They're thrown to the wolves. Hey, go forth and do this thing we call coaching. But really, it's like, what what does that mean? And then maybe it's an untamed, or there's untamed organization where it is, everyone working in different directions, nobody has their stuff together, and you are just putting out fires left and right. And let's be honest, adults are hard. So when it comes to teaching your students, your scholars, it's a little different, but when you are coaching adults, whew, sometimes, Sometimes it ain't easy. And I will tell you, those teachers who complain about their students the most, they're the worst ones because they're doing exactly what they get frustrated with their teachers, with their students doing. So these are a lot of reasons why coaches leave. And we want to change that around. We are here so that we can make sure our coaches are thriving, they're excited, they're loving their jobs. What you want? Are those teachers seeking you out, valued as an instructional expert, majority of time spent coaching and everyone moving in the same direction? It's not impossible. We're going to make it happen. And today we are going to talk about how we can make that a reality. Oh, I'm going backwards, people. All right. I've done this. I have conquered the climb, and that's why I'm here. I want to share it with you tonight. Just a few tips and tricks on how to make sure that we can make this a reality. And there were three things that we're going to talk about tonight that I really want to push on you. We partnered with administrators to clarify the role. Administrators, if you are here tonight, you have to work alongside your instructional coaches to make sure that you both, have the same vision for the role, and that the entire campus has a defined understanding of coaching. Also, we are going to hone in on those three C's. I am a huge component, I'm a huge uh, cheerleader for collaboration for strengthening competence and for clear communication we're going to strengthen those three things and then also just having that motivation for learning these three things helped me conquer that climb and make coaching thrive on my campus so i'm going to share with you the questions i ask anyone interested in becoming an instructional coach that administrators you need to be asking your prospects, coaching prospects, these questions four moves to move from a compliance coach to an impactful coach and a pathway to launch your instructional coaching journey so that this year can be better than ever. So I'm going to pause for a hot minute. I'm looking at the comments. Any anyone have any questions real quick that you want to make sure that I answer during our time together? Oh, we have some familiar faces. Jonna, Becca, oh, Becca, I'm so glad you're here. Levi, Brooke, I am so glad you were here joining me tonight. Oh, my gosh, and some more. Look at that. I'm so stinking pumped that y'all are here with me tonight. Um, please enter any questions that you have as we go through this. Okay, here's our questions. And administrators, again, I'm talking to you. These are questions that you need to ask anyone who's interested in becoming a coach. Do you enjoy being in the classroom with students? I will often hear, uh, I guess, aspiring instructional coaches be like, oh my gosh, I'm done with the classroom. I can't be in here anymore. I am ready to get out. If that is your only reason, if that is your reason for wanting to become a coach, coaching's not for you. Because coaches need to be in the classroom continually working alongside teachers, working with students. That's not the reason to become a coach. Do you feel confident with curriculum and instruction? Do you feel confident with discussing a curriculum documents, a guide, standards, pedagogy? Are you personally seeking to learn through reading, listening to podcasts, attending webinars? And I'm not talking about campus mandated. I'm talking about on your own time. Are you taking the time to keep up with latest trends to experiment and to learn more? Or do you feel ready to push yourself to the next level of leadership? Because this does come with a certain removal of your teacher gang, your teacher click. Um, Especially if you're becoming a coach on this campus that you taught in, it can be a little unnerving sometimes or a little. It is different. You can't. continue to have the exact same relationship with the teachers that you work alongside, it does become different. Do you feel confident in strengthening collaboration? Are you a believer in collaboration and professional learning communities? And do you want to help teachers reach their fullest potential? Because that, my friend, is what it's all about. So what makes the difference between an impactful coach and a compliance coach? I keep hitting the back button. I'm sorry about that. So a, uh, an impactful coach establishes a partnership with those that they lead. They foster independent and they encourage and strengthen healthy and synergetic collaboration. So what in the world does that look like? So if I'm a compliance coach, I provide and or explain lessons to classroom teachers. Like I, I talk about lessons. I help them with lessons. Um, You know. I'm doing, you know, filling out the job. I'm I'm doing my thing. But an impactful coach is going to model those lessons. I have worked alongside coaches before where there was a lot of lip service, a lot of lip service, but there was no action. And I'm going to tell you what happens if there's too much lip service, teachers are going to disengage. Instructional coaches, you need to be a model, just like we tell our students and we ask. For a gradual release of responsibility, coaches, you're doing the same thing. You are modeling, modeling, modeling with specific look-fors and you're coaching a teacher through the specific lesson. It's not just lip service. A compliance coach coach provides feedback, continual feedback with action steps after an observation. Those are good things, that's what we wanna do. But to become an impactful coach, We are going to provide feedback and ask intentional questions to co-construct actionable steps. Because let me tell you, adult motivation is amplified through autonomy. If a teacher is the the decision maker in coaching cycles and the teacher helps co-construct those actionable steps, they're more likely to follow through. That's why it becomes impactful. Now, a compliance coach facilitates conversations among collaborative teams, but an impactful coach co-facilitates. They activate those conversations among collaborative teams by sharing ownership of the agenda. It's not just what I think we need to be talking about, all hands on deck. All of us have a say and all of us are knee deep in the work, elbow deep in the work. A compliance coach explains a strategy and helps the teacher implement it a couple of times. So I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to watch you. Yeah, I've done my job. We're good. But to make it more impactful, I am going to create or collaborate on a tool for the teacher to use that will foster independence. So not only am I helping the teacher implement it, but I'm also going to give them a tool that they can take so that when I go away from the situation, they have it with them right there. How beautiful is that? After so many times, if they get stuck, things get stressful. Oh my gosh, what do I do? bam, I have a checklist that shows exactly the steps that I need to be taking that my coach coached me through. So remember this, to be an impactful coach, you want to establish a partnership, foster independence, and encourage and strengthen healthy, synergetic collaboration. So if this were your reality, how would your campus or district benefit? What would make it different if this is how teams were working together? I mean, it would be beautiful. Your teams would feel more confident. We would strengthen collective efficacy. This is where the gold stands. So let me tell you a path that I have kind of coined. I've been using the last several years, and it has really strengthened my instructional coaching journey. And so I'm going to share this with you today. The first thing is I establish role clarity. Administrators, please, please, please help your coaches establish role clarity. Coaches, if your administrator is not watching this today, I'm going to tell you, have ask for a meeting and discuss role clarity, what it is and what it is not. You want to foster healthy relationships, establish trust with the three C's, schedule with clarity and follow through and up. That is what you want to do. So let's kind of dive into these just a little more. Role clarity, you want to define defined. You want to define what it is, what it is not. And I'm going to tell you right now, administrators need to be doing the communicating of what it is and what it is not. Yes, it also comes from you, but there needs to be a moment where the administrator gives a clear picture because let me tell you, admin, admin, if you want coaching occurring on your campus, you have to clearly communicate its value. And that is imperative. Foster relationships. You adults thrive on autonomy. You want to identify their strengths. What are they already doing well? You want to understand their values and you want to be consistent. I have worked with coaches before and they they have told me i don't like people well then you they don't need to be a coach if you are an instructional coach you are in the work of human connection human work so you need to build those relationships and you need to build relationships with even people who don't trust you just yet and you have to prove to them that you can be trusted So you also want to establish trust with the three C's. I've talked about these before. Collaboration, competence, communication. You want to strengthen collaboration between you and a teacher, collaborative teams, you and the administrator. You want to demonstrate your own competence and then also provide opportunities to strengthen competence of others around you. And then also you want to strengthen your communication because if your communication's off point, everything else is going to be off point too. You also want to schedule with clarity and you're going to prioritize based on your goals. You want to be intentional. You want to share your schedule. Yesterday, or maybe a couple of days. Yesterday, I I created a post and it was actually this one right here. Make your time manageable. I even have it right here because I made a video on it. You are going to make your time manageable by identifying your most pressing pain point, developing a specific and timely goal, generating realistic success criteria, define and communicate the responsibilities of all stakeholders, and prioritize your schedule based on that. This is how you make your time Uh, the time that you want and you desire a reality. Um, And so go ahead, find go to my YouTube channel. Um, There you can find the specific video that walks through all of these steps, but also snag this image here. It's also post, I posted it. This can help you a lot through this school year. And you know what? Share it with your teachers, share it with your administrators, share it with your coaches, whomever share it. And then finally, you're going, no, not finally, then you're going to, I keep hitting the back button, follow through and up. So you are going to provide powerful feedback, provide learning opportunities, and model and support. These are huge ways that we can amplify our coaching journey. And so we're going to start by role clarity, making sure that everyone understands. Then you're going to foster those relationships. Then you're going to strengthen the three C's. Then you're going to work on your communication, your scheduling and communication, and then you're going to follow through and up. And so if you're like, oh, Alyssa, what, what in the world do you mean by that? Like, what, what does that have to do with anything? I'm going to tell you. I have a source just for you. So if you're interested, stay behind for a little bit because I'm gonna tell you a little bit about this opportunity. Um, And it is called Launch Your Instructional Coaching Journey. It is an online course. And let's kind of talk about what it is and how it can help you. One, it helps you to foster trust with those that you lead. If you do not have the trust of the teachers around you, Coaching is going to be harder and harder, and it's not going to be sustainable. You're going to gain teacher traction from day one. You're going to create and maintain balance for you so that you're not overwhelmed and exhausted and sitting at the table crying. Uh, you know, with your family. True story. Been there, done that. And you're going to impact learning, which is the most exciting part. And you're going to see those those scholars thrive, um, and your teachers feel really confident. So what are people saying about it? Um, the first thing I want to show you is last year I worked with a, a instructional coach and she was a first year coach and she had been coaching. Um, she'd been coaching for seven teachers, not seven years. She was coaching seven teachers. It was previously dysfunctional and the years prior. She was a teacher on this team and then their coach left and she became the coach. She, um, experience lots of teacher tears. I would go into their collaborative team meetings and there would be PLC members just crying and and silent crying um, because they were so overwhelmed. And there was just a huge lack of participation. But after working with me and, and us having that opportunity to collaborate with one another and her using these tools that I talk about in my course, collective efficacy was completely strengthened. I'm gonna tell you, it was so beautiful. I would walk into that team and they are all working together. And what was even more beautiful, it was like this teacher who only teaches honors and this teacher who only is a co-teacher, they were collaborating together. It was so good. They strengthened their content knowledge, which teachers then, We're not as overwhelmed and there were no more tears. And this team was thriving by the end of it. And so I was so stinking excited. And then I worked with another coach last year and he had a very friendly team. Maybe this is your team. Um, Very friendly, but they ain't getting nothing done. Like, we love each other, we're friends, but there's no productivity. And the coach did everything and he was burning out fast, but he felt like he had to. Um, and that was, it was killing him. So after implementing a lot of the strategies that I discuss in my course, he clarified tier one best practices. He released control in what was beautiful at the end of the school year. It was the last like five weeks. He was like, Alyssa, I feel kind of bad because um, all the other coaches are really stressed about all that they're having to do. And my team is doing it. They're doing it for me. And it was beautiful because in that sense, he was able to coach more. He wasn't having to do all of these other things, which was beautiful. And it fostered a culture of feedback. He was able to get into those classrooms all the time. Ah, I have a question here. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can show all of it. I'm struggling to make the most impactful schedule. Do you have advice in making sure you're being productive, but also being flexible and providing time to support unexpected teachers' needs? I do, I do, Levi. I'm coaching 22 teachers, four brand new first-year teachers, and I don't want to not have time for them. Oh my gosh, Levi, yes. And I'm going to tell you, scheduling needs to be intentional. I will share with you just briefly, like with what I have here, Um, Let me hide this real quick. Okay, there's a couple of of ways I want to address this. One, every Friday, this is my recommendation to you. Every Friday, create your schedule. I create mine by class periods. So on Friday, I sit down and I map out Monday through Friday of the following week, what am I doing? When I purposefully and intentionally plan every class period, what I'm doing and where I'm going, it holds me accountable and I'm more likely to get it done. Even when poo hits the fan. Now I get teachers ask me all the time, Alyssa, isn't your schedule going to change because we know a fight's going to happen or a teacher's going to get sick or this is going to happen. Absolutely. It's going to change. However, When we go ahead and prepare, that's when the magic happens because we can easily get back on track. Now I can show you uh, one of my templates. I'm gonna do that here in a second. I literally just had a Google doc and it had my schedule, but here's what I did after I created it. I shared it with every stakeholder. So every teacher that I coach, you are teaching twenty-two coaches to twenty-two teachers. You share it with all twenty-two, and you share it with your admin, and you share it with the campus secretary who schedules subs. That is my suggestion. This is what's going to happen when you do that. When you share it, one teachers are going to know where you are, what you're doing. They'll know when you are available because you're also going to intentionally schedule yourself a conference every day so that you can get things done and take care of business when craziness happens. They will know when they can come talk to you. They will know when you're going to be in their rooms. Um, And the campus secretary will also know, oh, I can't schedule Levi to cover a class because look at what he's doing. He's, He's in this classroom at this time. And it gives you permission to say no. If you have a pre-created schedule and you share it with others, you can say no to things that are non-essential. Now, I am going to recommend that you go back and watch that video. Go to my Linktree in my Instagram, or just go to YouTube and type in Alyssa Crabtree or Crabtree Coaching Collaborative, and you'll see my video on this. the whole reason I did it is because of prioritizing time. I wanted people to be able to, uh, I sent out an email to my email list and I asked, you know, what's your number one concern? And people were saying time, time management. And that's why I made this video go through that and watch it. It's in my, on my YouTube channel. Um, and it goes over that, uh, that visual that I showed you that I posted, and it will also give you some clarification. But I'm also gonna tell you in my course, I give you templates. I talk to you about all of the um, ways that you can maximize your time and how to troubleshoot time management issues. So also check that out. Now. In this course, what you do get is easy to follow pre-recorded modules. I have tried to keep the videos as short as possible. They are the longest one, I think is 14 minutes or something like that. But for the most part, I keep them under 10. You get access to downloadable resources, including module handouts, tons of coaching tools and coaching templates so even administrators if you're watching this this would be something great to enroll your coaches in so that they can have access to these tools i've been an i've been an instructional leader for 12 plus years 12 plus years i have a lot of tools and i have tools that work. So uh, administrators, get your coaches access to that. Coaches, ask your administrators to pay for you to have access to this. Um, And then you're also going to receive two ready-made professional developments. Both of them are an hour in length so that you can turn around on your campus. Um, It's not for what it is, is so that if your admin's like, hey, I need you to do a professional learning series on this, bam, guess what? Alyssa Crabtree just gave it to you. So that's what you're gonna get when you enroll in this course. Also, you get group coaching sessions. I loved it last night was my very first uh, coaching session with the last cohort. It was so fun. We actually were able to troubleshoot a lot and that's what it is. We come together as a community and we you talk about what's going on in our campus, what do you need support with? And we create a tool for you right there, a resource so that you can go back and make it happen on your campus. You're going to receive support and resources while launching your coaching journey. You're going to have direct access to me and you're going to have an access to a community of coaches, which who doesn't love that? Uh, I can't keep hitting the back button. So again, I'm gonna tell you like you're here now because you're just like, okay, I want this to be the most successful year. I want my team to come together. I wanna have a life. Outside of school, you see a picture of my husband and my daughter here. Let me tell you, for years, I never saw them. (laughs) I, I didn't. Or when I did see them, I was run ragged. Or I, like I said, one night I remember just sitting at the kitchen table and for no reason started bursting into tears because I was overwhelmed with everything that goes alongside instructional coaching until I took on this journey, until I found my path. In the last several years, Man, life was golden because I knew a pathway to take to make my coaching journey easier. And here you see pictures, this team right here on the bottom left. That's the one that I was telling you about. Like at first they were like uh, teachers crying and they didn't know what to do. These like look at everyone coming together. They're collaborating. This is what happens when you take this journey. So, launch your instructional coaching journey is only two seventy five. Let me tell you, the comparison of that with other programs, you're looking at five hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I'm just two seventy five, and you're getting all of this. And instructional coaches, I'm gonna tell you, go ask your admin if they will pay for this. Sometimes they will. Um, And In that administrators, if you're here watching tonight, pay for this for your coaches so that they can help you and your campus achieve their goals. That's what you want. You want everyone moving in the same direction. So, if you are ready to foster trust with those you lead, gain teacher traction from day one, create and maintain balance and impact learning, this is the course for you. Because I'm going to tell you, when you do this, Teachers are seeking you out for coaching. You're valued as an instructional expert. The majority of time will be spent actually coaching because you manage that schedule and teens will be moving in the same direction. So you might be like, Alyssa, okay, how do I get this? How do I get this course? What do I do? I'm gonna show you right now. If you go to bit.ly backslash launch IC23, I'm even gonna, where else can I put this? Oh, I'm gonna go put it in the chat. I'm gonna go put it in the private chat so that you can click on it. I should have oh no comments. Let me put it right here, bit.ly slash launch IC23. This is how you can access the uh, checkout page for the launcher Instructional Coaching Journey. <clears throat> if your administrator requires a flyer of sorts, let me know, shoot me a DM. I will get that for you. If they're needing a little more information, this video will also be up around forever and ever on my YouTube channel. So you can show them that as well. Um, and I'm also happy to provide a call with them. Oh, thank you, Levi. You're amazing too, man. I so appreciate you. Um, I do have another question. Okay, so let's look at this. I have, oh, where did it go? Hold on. It always takes me a moment Okay. I'm a veteran coach. Is this course suitable for me or is it for new coaches? No, this course is for everyone. I'm going to tell you last night, one of my cohort members, uh, she's been a coach for three years. And even I'm going to, I was so excited. She, it made me just so, it validated the work that she and I are doing together because she was like, Alyssa, I'd never heard of these ideas before. I am so excited to try this. They're working like it was, this is for an aspiring new or veteran coach. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. We also, one more question. We currently use gym nights impact cycles as our method of coaching. How will this align with that? Beautiful question, because I do get this a lot. It does not matter which resource you prescribe to, or your district prescribes to when it comes to coaching. So I am thinking of, um, I am thinking, sorry, my dog was growling and I lost total train of thought. Um, so I was working with the campus last year and they were using get better faster. And, you know, the big question was, okay, how do I, how do I balance, get better, faster, and what you're telling me? And I was like, this, get better, faster, gym night, any of those. Like, that is your, your resource, your strategies. That is the, uh, the formula that you follow. My information is how you earn trust. How Because let me tell you, I can use get better, faster. I can use impact cycles. I can do all of that. I can use student-centered coaching, which all three of these are great resources. But if no one trusts me and has a relationship with me, it ain't gonna work. And I have been front row Joe to see it blow up in people's faces because they think that just by following this prescription, it's gonna be great. But I'm gonna teach you the human work. How to earn trust, how to foster those relationships and how to strengthen your own capacity so that when you implement those other strategies, it's going to be a cakewalk. So that is that's my response to that. Now, please know you can ask any more questions. Send them my way. I am here to help. But that is what I wanted to share with you today. And I really hope that you found value in this, that you were able to take away some great strategies. If you want to know more about launching your instructional coaching journey, visit my website at crabtreecoachingcollaborative.org or just shoot me a DM. I'm always happy to talk about this. So thank you so much for joining me tonight. It was wonderful talking to you and have a great, happy New Year. Bye, everyone.